All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Travis Oleg. Brian Shusko. What would you think about that, Brian? It's fine. Boys, sorry it's I'm fine. late. Sorry I'm late. We, uh, we're getting a late start. No one will know this because it's not like we broadcast live. But uh, I was a little bit later getting here as I was trying to wrap up basketball practice. Busy evening. And uh, I got here late only because, I, and this is what's going to be funny, I, I was probably unbeknownst to anyone on the team. I was going to, as a coach, I was going to cut practice short like by like five minutes. And one of my girls was like, Coach, I think we should run some sprints. And how do you say no to that as a coach? So we did you that, don't. and it delayed me a little bit longer. Uh, so anyways, gentlemen, my apologies, but we are now moving flying i'm fantasy flying at the moment yeah i mean i'll, I'll say this right now because it will probably will stop after this week but for two weeks of the season i was tops in the mini league and i am in the top five or six in the i think i'm top six in the uh fpl america podcast league i am i've moved up to six so I, again, I'm, I'm saying all this not braggadociously, only as celebratory because I won't be there probably very long. Don't Hope let f- don't let anyone tell you it can't happen. Uh, true. Uh, eat your heart out, Scotty Potty. Hey. All right. All that being said. Um, you're you're five, five points off of fi- uh, fifth place, by the way, just hey, so you know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting close. I'm creeping up there. You can't complain. Brian, I'll have to get your advice on how to keep this lead because okay. I've never. This is a territory I've never been in. Well, the first thing that's really important is if you still have your wild card, so you should be able to remake your team however you want in the really, really important weeks coming up. I so don't that, have my wild card. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know what to. Talk I do about. have my other chips. Though. Okay, okay. We Look, need to talk about all of those hey, things. I used my wild card probably. It literally catapulted me. I think I've had four straight weeks in the 70s, and now this is the fifth week in the or Nick, and I got 81 this week. Yeah, that's a so, great score. Like it when I used it, I probably couldn't have used it at a better time. I was way down, catapulted me up, so I'm I'm pumped about that, celebrating that. But Brian, no one cares. Three flips about me and my fantasy uh, prowess. No, they don't. We want to talk about, about the your, games. It's all about the, your end of season ranking anyway, and that's that's, right. that's what you use to really rub it in other people's faces. But we should talk about what's happening in the upcoming double game week massive, 25. Massive. Yep, it's so much to cover. Some things happen in game week 24 that I don't know might have some bearing on what happened and what what will happen for you in game week 25. Maybe. Uh, and there's other things beyond game week 25. We have not talked about chip strategy. We've referenced the double game weeks. Right. We've we've kind of we haven't done any of those things. I think largely because, uh, like for me, I think it's mostly because I I don't want to I don't want to think that far ahead, and but, that it probably explains but, why I'm looking up at you guys and your scores now. Uh, from from several feet below. But but now it's time. But now it's time, right? No, I mean yes. now it, now no, it's absolutely no more delaying. It. We absolutely have to talk about it because there's a lot to there's a lot of changes you probably want to make. All right, well let's dive into it. Um, Manchester t- City two, Everton zero. Yeah, Holland gets the start, and 
those was that this week or last week that people worried about Holland starting? We 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 knew he was starting this week, right? I think there was a the, knowledge there was, that he was he subbed in last week. Subbed was, in last week, and right. there was the fitness of it was Pep saying we'd said that there was no injury concerns for City. That's right. With Pep saying everyone's fit and available. So it, I think the assumption was if he's fit and available, he's going to start. It just felt like ages ago yeah. when that happened. And so uh, it did happen this week. I captained Holland, so I was a little nervous about that. Yeah. But then when I saw he was starting, was not nervous. You were nervous. As, you as were Holland nervous bags a brace. You were nervous until minute 70 something i was i was yeah i was he they they city left it late i I felt a little bad for everton they played valiantly uh multiple saves tarkowski ended up having i think it was tarkowski had a block save when pickford was completely out of the goal and not out of the goal but he had just made a save on one side and tarkowski covered the other side made a save pickford was under fire all game i mean it was kind of for the most part one-way traffic with city and um but they got it done in the end they got it done two perfectly uh erling holland goals too his his goals were so holland yeah smashing the first one and pushing a boy out of the way <laughs> to score the second one just just such such iconic uh erling holland yeah that that was my uh i had two moves going into the week one of them was idiotic the other one was very good because i got rid of uh uh, i even though despite everything we said on the podcast last week uh i ended up selling ollie watkins anyway uh to get holland in it was the only way i could do it without losing without take taking a hit okay so if I wanted to do Solanke or Joel Pedro it would have had to, to Holland, it would have required me to take someone else yeah. out. Would have been a minus four where I had the straight up money to go uh, from off. Watkins to Holland. Yeah. And of course Holland was the captain there. Travis, I, I did something that uh I haven't done in a long, long time. I committed fantasy treason. Uh yeah, we yeah, we we saw that. I burned a transfer. I literally burned a transfer. I let it on fire. This was the move, and this is why it hurts yeah. so bad. I was going to say, what were you going to do? I was going to bring in Nathan Ake for Estupinian. Mm. Huh. Because I was preparing for City's double match week. And City doesn't carry many clean sheets. We've covered that, right? So, yeah. yeah. But that, that I, I figured maybe they, they'd get one clean sheet in their double match week. And yeah. I, uh, I was too late. Because Ake, of course, gets an assist in this match and gets a clean sheet. I think mm-hmm. he also drew a yellow card because I think he only had eight points. So my 88 easily could have been an 89 if I just literally wouldn't have lit a transfer on fire and completely torched it. Yeah. Because I, w- I was, you know, anyway. So now I still have two transfers in this week. I will use them, but I want to try to outfit my team. When you're doing so good, you just let your transfers get to two. <laughs> and then you're like, well, I don't really need to do anything. I've got two <laughs> transfers, but if it ain't broke. Uh, Travis, I'm an idiot. Travis, what what were your takes on this match? Anything that stand out to you? No, I just like seeing Everton lose. Okay. Touche. I mean, this really, was... You, even this, even with City, you don't... I don't care. Okay. Jordan wow. Pickford is, is not my favorite. You would rather see City win than Everton win this game. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Is that a unique Liverpool fan perspective, or is that a Travis? Is that a, uh, or is that? I mean, if it's just Travis, it's unique. But no, my brother would feel the same way. Oh, I really? Think. I, just I think. 
I don't I think care for would. City, but a reasonable Liverpool fan like Scott would probably say the other way around. Reasonable. <laughs> Scott is not reasonable. Um, so you had Foden. I did have Foden. Did yep. anyone have De Bruyne in this room? Mm, negative. No. Not one person has De Bruyne in this room. So De Bruyne comes off the bench, gets an assist. Um, I don't think he's going to start again. Did you see the article that Pep or what Pep said about him? Right, and then but he didn't start today either. I I know that's because so, what I'm about to tell you in Pep's. Pep was saying he liked what De Bruyne was able to give more off the bench, that yeah. he was more threatful late off the bench than when he starts. He literally said that. I think this is might continue the rest of the season. He it drifts out of games because he, he he loses a little bit of steam. I, I was going to say his freshness is 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 key to what they're doing. You figure De Bruyne, De Bruyne coming in watching the entire match. And so here's the other thing super smart witty player when you're watching the match you're hearing the coaches on the sidelines you're hearing all the strategy and then all of a sudden at 60 minutes you can come in and execute that i just wonder yeah. if that's not even a little extra on the city the city um yeah well they needed side. it the well, last and, couple of matches and i would say so the i'd say the match is what kind of what you hoped for it was less less, yes in real football i think it was less than you would expect from city just because they were slogging away for 60s for 70 minutes 70 minutes yeah um but i would just say like the outcome is what everyone was kind of hoping for which is a holland brace the disclaimer for the rest of the way though is one like this was a rare clean sheet for them they did not give up a cheap goal yep so the predictability of the defense has been uh, is hard, and there's and I would say that's the reason why. Like, if you had gotten Ake and you get a return from him in a game, you should feel extremely fortunate for that. Just because I think Kyle Walker was benched in this one. Was this yeah. another one that Walker Kyle Walker? Did was no, Walker, in? Walker started this match. I thought. No, he came in. He came in. in you're right. Thirty fifty-seven. Yep. Right. He came in. Yep. So that's right. another one where you're like, this is a that's been their Iron Man and captain all season until the last like four weeks. And I can't remember. I think it was. Uh, I think it was. Let's talk FPL. Andy, uh, one of those guys, had said, um, every city player, all of the key players are nailed until they're not, mm. and that should be the same for the defenders too. And that's the hardest part with predicting what it is. There is an injury. Somebody who was it? Akanji, I think, got Akanji hurt today. Yep, Akanji Bernard, came off. Bernardo, Bernardo Silva got and injured. Grealish. And Grealish is and Grealish was early. And but Bernardo is. They think it's ligament. Well, that's not good. I so, know. So the disclaimer for everything we would say about City, just because they're the doubling, they're the. They, I think because both matches are at are home. Are they a du- are they the doubling darling? They definitely are doubling darling. Uh, yes. Travis loves that term. The by doubling the way. darling. Uh, <laughs> the disclaimer is that they're both uh, they're but because both matches are at home, I just think uh, one you want to capitalize on whatever you can from them if you haven't already. Two and B and also D. No two. Uh, Real. I would would be interested. Well, I think I, I think there. the thing that is of most interest is what um, you know we referenced Alex. Manchester City, uh, there's a fantasy f- scout, Luke, I think, is another one. There's a handful of Pundits. Manchester City-specific opinions, uh, uh, lineup predictions. Okay. I'm most interested in their thoughts in the next day or so uh, 
you know, I think until we see not just press conferences to get clarity on injuries, because, you know, for sure we, you know, we saw the ones we mentioned, but also just to kind of get a feel for like, how hard after this do you want to, do you want to go? And the reason why I say that is because the city schedule is Saturday, Tuesday for the foreseeable future. It's Saturday, Tuesday, Chelsea, Brentford. We talked about that last week. Saturday, the following Saturday, they're away to Bournemouth. Tuesday, the following Tuesday, the 27th of February. in Copenhagen. At Luton for oh. the FA Cup uh, fifth round. Oh. The following Saturday, Manchester Derby yeah. at home. Then the following Tuesday, Copenhagen and the Champions okay. League at home. Got you. Followed by that Saturday, Liverpool. away to Liverpool. Away. So every match is Saturday, Tuesday from Does, now, at least until from now until those Liverpool. Those are a lot of kind of big boy Watch matches. Nice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think you that's why I think you could when you're asking the question, this is why I'm really curious to see what anyone who really knows about Manchester City or has tried to do their best to understand the tactics, exactly what it is they're looking for, especially if you find out like, hey, Bernardo Silva's not playing till April. Uh Jack Grealish is not gonna play uh until April. So and that was something that I did see today. That was Manchester City Alex that said he talked about uh the starting lineup today. For Copenhagen, he said was City's best attacking front, their best attacking five, that included Grealish. His, his yeah. so one of the people I was going to talk about was Jer- was Doku, and just knowing that Doku, we've seen, we've talked about him before. He may even have been in some teams. He's in two per two point three percent of teams right he's now. He's definitely fallen off the boil, but he's going to get an opportunity very likely. Right. right. Alex's point today was basically. Doku just isn't there yet. And you can see he he may he went so far as to say City is worse. He actually brings down their attack just because he hasn't he settled loses, in yet. He loses possession fairly quickly. On his amazing stat, one that he said was just that Holland and Doku have played 950 minutes together and have not com- not combined, combined for on one, one goal. goal. Mm-hmm. Doku's the one thing he has done the whole time he's been that he, every start he's had, he's creating chances constantly. Like he's he is one of their top. Just not for Holland. Yeah, like uh, the numbers for Doku. He's second on the team in assists. So Foden, he's Doku is yes. Foden has seven. Doku's got five. I think what? somebody else has five for the season. Interesting. He's created thirty chances in nine hundred and seventy-five minutes. That's third best on the team. Bernardo Silva has created 33 chances in 1,500 minutes. Wow. Okay? So Doku's 30 chances in 900 wow. minutes. Bernardo Silva, 33 chances in 1,500 minutes. Like, what he's doing when he's out there, like, he breaks people down, so many take-ons, so many completed dribbles, so many chances created, but they're, I mean, all you can say is they're not, like, the best chances, and the chances aren't going to Holland. Holland so, has six. He's... He's the one that's ahead of Doku. And actually, uh, Alvarez has eight. He's in first. So eight for Alvarez, seven for Foden, six for Holland, five for Doku. That's, there you go. That's so wild. midfielders. It, well, because then it's Bar- right, Bernardo I mean, has four. And then, but still, that's and then De Bruyne already has four. I'm, right. I'm amazed. Which is insane. Wow. So what's weird is, so, so but Doku has started three of the last four matches for City anyway. Two of those matches, he had an expected goal contribution so his xgc was over one it was 1.1 and 1.4 wow uh 
So that was, I think that was three, four and three weeks ago. So it was, it was mm. a bit ago, but either way, it's, it's within the last few matches that he's had games where right. his expected goal contribution is high All right. and he got no returns. I'm just saying because of the Grealish injury today, right. Doku's 6.5. And, and Bernardo. Right. I mean, it but, may just be as simple as simple as he has to play. I agree. And and they figure out how to rearrange with Foden being able to play whatever position. And I don't know how high up does Oscar Bob go? Do you know what I mean? Right. Like these are players that right. you know, the kind of the, the guys that are um who'd they get from uh who'd they get from Wolves? Matthias Nunez. Nunez, yeah. So Nunez, I'm sure will get. He, he will definitely. I think get he run. started this last. Yeah, match. he did, but he he came off for De Bruyne. Um, yeah. So All I right. guess. So, so I guess the 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 like that's like the peripheral guys. Like Bernardo Silva, I guess was a consideration. I guess the the two big things for me are, are you triple captaining Erling Holland this well, week? Well, I was gonna say yes. That's 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 an option. So is that an is that an, the most automatic decision in history, or are you considering, you know, just because waiting for min, a Liverpool triple match minutes week. risk or whatever? Yeah, some other thing down the road. Like, is this the is this the best time to use it? And the other thing would be, what do you do between De Bruyne and Salah? And we like that can kind it's of so, that well, can we'll that can kind that. of flow into the. I'm just saying, I'm just using that as a bridge into the but Liverpool in, part of the conversation. Until, until De Bruyne is starting, I don't think he's in the conversation. He already has four assists. He's I, only started three games. Are, are you, would you buy him? If money didn't do, matter, would you put him in I your team? I think so. Yeah. No, I'm not putting someone in my team if he's not starting. But it's it's. I understand. That this technically the stats are there. If he doesn't need minutes to get points. That's fair. Why does it matter? I guess, and that's that's what I'm saying. With the the four surprised me, but when he's on the field, he is contributing to their goal scoring opportunities and and creating. And yes, he may not be putting anything in the net, but he's definitely well. Getting but assists. he's come close. I got to give him credit there. And he he's is taking close. shots. Yeah. I just. Especially within a double game week, I think it's there, there's a pretty high likelihood that if anybody's going to get, if anybody's going to play both matches, it's somebody coming off the bench, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. He's that's not interesting. He, it's not that he won't play. I think the turnaround is enough. Like Saturday, Saturday, Tuesday, is enough time. There is plenty of recovery with two Ex- midfielders already potentially off the expecting table. Expecting him to start both. I don't know. I we, don't know that I would do that. I, I 100% agree. But, we, can't even, we can't even say he's going to start one out of the two, honestly. Right. But that, and there's a and already, I mean, there's opinions that like there's play, you know, people now that are saying like, hey, since he didn't start this week, given the injury situation, I'm even you know kind of uh, there's confidence of him starting. It's possible. For sure. It's against more possible. Chelsea. That's but a good point. Anyway, he's been back. All right. To your point, Travis. I hate to admit that you're probably more right than me in this. He's been back for four games. His fantasy score is De Bruyne. This is 12 7 5 4. And he did, he, did, he did start the Brentford match. Yeah. He, has, he only has three starts. Oh, he, this start, season, he started the Burnley match. Anyway, so he's had two subs and two starts. You're in first place, so I don't, I'm, I'm trusting what you're saying here. I, my my gut, well, don't ever do that. But my my gut, I, I I don't know that that'd be a tough 
uh, that's like in, in a fantasy American football. This is not an American fantasy football podcast. Thank God. Uh, I have a couple rules. One of them is never own a Raider and never own a Bengal. It goes way back to dumb rules, but I always kind of stuck with that, and it always, always seemed to be fine. Yeah, just <laughs> all Browns all the time. I don't know about big, big that Browns but, guy, but I I'm more Browns than Bengals. I can promise you that. The, right. Tonight the shirt. What, the, what, what is the shirt is you not have an on? NFL podcast, but tonight. Mm. Watts, Hold on, Watts, stand up a little bit. We Watts, can't see it. Watts wrecking Watts crew. Watts wrecking crew. Yeah. Pittsburgh, PA. Yeah, that's right. Okay, TJ Watt. Okay, uh, that's enough of that. TJ Watt was robbed of Defensive Player of the Year this year. Who'd they give it to? Miles Garrett. Uh, speaking Browns. of the Browns. <laughs> okay, all right. It was the Browns. Perfect. It was the Browns rewards year for doing better than they've ever done. Uh, DeMar, Second to last place. Demar Hamlin comes back from the dead and can't get comeback player of the year because Joe Flacco had a few good games. So even after Joe Flacco said, "Give it to Hamlin." <laughs> Miles Garrett. All right. uh, we, all right. We've already talked too much. Fo- what are we talking about? What are we? What are we doing here? All right. The Brian, point is. If you buy really Demar Hamlin, pick, pick three city players. This is what I wanted to get to. If you had to have three for the double match week, I want to hear your three. Travis, you can go first because Brian's staring at his screen. Three, three I, city players. I don't think I can get three city players. I'm asking you. If but you if had I to can, choose, if you had to choose, Holland, De Bruyne, and probably Walker. Okay, I would say if I could pick three, and it didn't matter, I would say. Uh, I I would say probably say Holland, Holland Foden, De, De Foden for me, yeah. and then I probably would I probably would go with a defender, and it might be Nathan Ake or Ruben Diaz. I I and I know that sounds kind of silly yeah. because they gave up a goal to Copenhagen today, so I you know it's whatever. But Brian, if you had to pick three, the, my other guy would be Alvarez, Holland, Alvarez, Foden. But if I had to pick three. But I'm not owning. I mean, I'm I, not owning Alvarez and Foden. Brian, I mean, if I had to take three, I'm taking De Bruyne. Holland, Holland De Bruyne Foden. Okay, all right. Fair but like for not, me, like and realistic. that's why I wanted. What, so now getting into the what well, I was going to say, get but getting to the Liverpool part of the the podcast, like I can't get to Salah now without a I don't know a minus eight, right? A right. minimum, and so that's why I'm saying like if money was no object, I think your decision. You know, you saw. So let's just go to would Liverpool. You, have you, I'm do just you still saying. Have your so wild card? I do. Would so, you wild card for the double game week in order to avoid a negative? No, I that? I would just take the hit. I still like. I still see because of how the rearrangement of fixtures has to happen after game week 29. That that Ben Crellin is saying game week 34 is certain to be a double game week for numerous teams. And that he's describing right now game week thirty seven as being a huge double game week. So so that's I, that's I, I get way that. down there. And I know that's the that's the big part of the chip discussion that has that I think has to happen is just to say that is so far down the road. Knowing what's gonna happen by then, knowing you know, whether or but not will the t- you get a Liverpool and Manchester City double game week, knowing that you could potentially get six mm. players. On the field from both those, and they're teams. not playing each other. They're not, and, and their matchups right. are their matchups aren't like it, top, matchups are pretty teams. good. Like that's what I'm getting. At. It's like yeah, like the number of double game weeks is important, but Liverpool and Manchester City, if you maximize, that's six of your eleven. 
Yeah. That's well, and I guess that's the thought. So there is not only just for wild card's sake, like there's a lot of weeks to shape your team to fit approaching double game weeks and yeah. such down the, down the line. All right. Yeah. The, and so the other part of that is, and I know this is, I've heard this from multiple, you know, from multiple FPL pundits over the years for sure. There is something good about getting chips out of the way. So yeah. once you don't have them anymore, you're not sweating where you're going to be using them. And you force yourself so to be more strategic yeah, over, so over a span of time. And sure. Don't burn. So that you're not saying like, oh, I'm going to really, I'm really going to nail that, that, you know, that double game week and I'm going to make my team, I'm going to have all, you know, yeah. gonna bench boost so that I have, you know, so that I have 15 players who are in a double game, whatever, like. It doesn't always work out that way, and and yeah. and a lot of times, you know, there we've talked about it forever. You and, and this week is a great example. There's the single game week matches that are happening. This are week. really good. They're awesome. The, so, and and a lot of people are looking at this week. Should I bench boost this week? Right now, I would say that for uh, one of those latter matches, but yeah, latter. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, all right. All of that to say, I to me, I still am not in a place where I'm like, yeah, I definitely want to do that. And I think a big part of that is how much full. What kind of full training was Salah back right. to today? Yes, freeze. Liverpool three, Burnley one. All right, Liverpool ends up. Jota, who's on my team, thank it, you. It ended Jota. up being score lopsided, but Burnley, Burnley had chances. They dominated. Two one, multiple of the first chances. Half. Burnley, yeah, no, really Burnley did. did not set up a low block. They, they came not. to flat play. They did. And they made the game a lot of fun. And yeah, the Liverpool was up in yeah. the in the 52nd minute. They were up two to one, and then Nunez um, shut shut the match down. But let me tell you something, Burnley, to their credit, and I know that the possession is going to say 30, percent but it it didn't feel like that at minimum, at least in the first half. Yeah, it, it definitely wasn't. And I I, I mean, I, you know, I moan all the time about the referees, but this referee was weird. The, like it was as though he was only calling fouls that were yellow cards, and then, and that wasn't even consistent with the way that he was he was you know doing that when he called. Whoa, foul, they didn't he have yellow card consistency. <sighs> Shocker! It was it was really poor, and it and it made the game really difficult for both sides because they wanted to be aggressive, but they were afraid, and so then yeah. he started handing out the cards. I mean, there's what nine card, uh, eight cards, seven cards in this in this match, seven cards in this match. Every, I mean, if you got seven players on the pitch that are worried about about the next foul that they're going to give and whether or not it's going to be the thing that gets them sent grief, off, man. I mean, yeah. it, it it definitely changed the game by halftime. Uh, the 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 vast majority of those had been handed out, and it shifted it shifted the momentum significantly because Burnley doesn't have anybody to put back on, right? If they, you know, have have somebody in trouble, and so uh, they let the foot off the gas on. Uh, on, on that, and I think that opened the door for Liverpool to be more aggressive. But Liverpool was very thin, both on the bench and on the field, um, with the uh, virus going through the team. Yeah, which was along okay. With the surprise, surprise! Allison's not starting. Right, right. Surprise! Who else? Jo- Joe uh, Gomez wasn't in the yeah, team. Joe yeah, Joe Gomez, Gomez, and Allison. Uh, so the two big. Gravenberch picked up an injury in in tra- in uh, the warm ups. So Sobosite was was recovering, but didn't didn't even make the bench. Right. Hey, uh, can you just can can you just say this? That it's not happening for Tiago. 
Is that? Is it, can we just rule that guy out forever? This is. It's just not happening. He's probably him, played man. his last game. For, I was going to say, uh, which is sad, for sure. But anyway, it, I just wanted to say it was like he, he yeah, comes yeah, out, he finally yeah. gets back, and then he picks yeah, up something, a, some something other hip injury. It, it, well, it was not. It was not a recurrence of of the injury yeah, that kept a, him out for it, as long. Right. It was something else completely. I, I mean, it, honestly, his age is starts just starting to show. He needs to go someplace where he can not play as many as yeah, many matches uh, and not as aggressive. Yeah. Well, MLS probably wouldn't be a bad idea. All right, let's um, – right. So, uh, the, yeah, there's burning uh, questions for, for Liverpool here. Number one. I was right? going to say it can was I, – can, can I be selfish here? Yeah, of course. Always are. What's going on with Joe Gomez? He didn't play the last match because of sickness. It wasn't because yeah. of he's done. Uh, it, well, here, well, he, let me let me let me clear, let me say, let me say that he's let, been Mister Utility guy. Here's the deal: Trent was back, Robertson is back, yeah, and Kwanzaa is well. Kanate is going to be back this week. So Kanate and Kwanzaa are better center back. So even with Matip out, Kwanzaa is going to get the start. So if Gomez is getting on the field, he's getting on the field at at right back or left back. And now you don't with, have to have with, that. Especially because Connor Bradley, Bradley was in training today. Correct. So Bradley is back, even with TAA out. So Gomez is TAA done. was pulled for, as a precaution. He he may or may not have an in injury. It not doesn't in, matter. Not in training today. I think I think Bradley is is on the right, oh. and Robertson's yep. on the on on the left, and uh, you've got three guys at center I back. I got a dead Gomez Liverpool player. Gomez is not week. going to play for a while. All right. All right. All right. Now that's that that's that's. That's the what I what I get out of it, and honestly, it, it's it's not because he's played poorly, because he he, he hasn't done a, a good job. He's done a fantastic job, but so is Kwanzaa, and Kwanzaa is a center back, and that's the position that's out there. All right, your how much confidence do you have in Connor Bradley starting both those matches? That's that's the question. At this stage, he's been out. He's not been training. There is there is a wholly a possibility that Gomez starts on the right for the first match and Bradley comes in for the second. That is that is absolutely that's possible. That's entirely dependent on the injury to Trent. Correct. If Trent is in the mix, Gomez doesn't see the field. It's it's going to be between the two of them. Are you breaking stuff? Just I'm getting a call. Well, just, I see just, that because you've talked. You've turned white on our screen here. Oh, you're back. Hello yeah, there. Sorry, I was I was doing things. It's a good thing we don't cut this out. Yeah, it's all in I there. This is real life. Yeah. Um, was Kanate come straight back in for you? Uh, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I don't. I don't know. Why I just look. I'm asking because I would like to have a Liverpool a defender play. in yeah. this. And and Kanate is a four nine. Bradley's a four one. I think Bradley is the guy I would want if I knew he was starting both matches. Kanate right. was only missed because of a red card. Therefore, he will absolutely, I think, probably start both matches. I don't know if he'll start oh both matches. Oh, my gosh. Kwanzaa's probably going to get one of those. Who's going to start both matches Van other Dyke. than Virgil? It's Van Dyke. That's the only guy I can count on. Robertson. Andy Robertson, Robertson uh, in a 100%. segment we like to call, How Lucky Do You Feel, Andy Robertson? Uh, one shot, one big chance this week. Uh, created five chances, which I say he is looks really good. Is extremely good. Uh, if Darwin really good. was a better finisher, he <laughs> finishes one of those. It doesn't uh, kick it on right an Andy Robert. Right, yeah. exactly. Uh, he created a big chance. He had an expected assist of zero point five eight. That's better than half by my math. Uh, five touches in the opposition <laughs> box, which was third on the team. Uh, he t had the same number of touches in the box as Luis Diaz. So that's a. I feel like that was 
significant because yeah. that's his thing. And then he had 14 crosses, six of which were corners. I guess the question is, I've got Trent. If w- Lots of people have Trent. Yeah. If you have Trent, are you just swapping Trent for Robertson and saying, I don't care if Trent is fit or not? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take what I get from Robertson because he looked he looked pretty good this week, or would you yeah. or would you want to go more stability or would you just ignore the defense altogether? I I am ignoring the defense altogether okay. with my strategy, but it's not a good strategy clearly because I'm not I'm not anywhere near the top of any anything. That said. It, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to swap Trent for Robertson. If that's the way you decide to go, I don't think you'll be upset. But if Trent is playing, I think he's more dangerous of than course. Robertson. Trent, in Trent, despite going off at halftime or whatever it was, and getting because he got the assist, yeah, he was on for bonus points until, uh, until Darwin the thir- until the yeah. third goal. Like Trent's first half was yeah. dominant, and that's the part that it's like, it's extremely frustrating to know yeah. that he may or may not. But I think training today, the fact that it was like, you know, of course the social media blow up about Salah, you know, that Salah's back, and Connor Bradley's obviously there, and it's Sabosli and Trent who are the notorious absences. So I guess that's the that's like to me the biggest questions are, like. Salah back in full training. Is Salah, I think Salah, is Salah plays, is just coming straight I back in. I think Salah plays. He probably plays both matches, and I, I think he's ready to go. Jota started on the right side, but I mean, I don't know that that necessarily matters because positionally, it, I mean, he scored his goal from a header in the center of yeah. the box. His his heat map, his touch map is all yeah. over the kind of left and right and I think, center. I think your front three is is Salah, Darwin, and and Jota, but. Um, Darwin and Jota can can switch, so it doesn't matter. I think that's your front three. I think that's who who plays. Not okay. Diaz. I, I think you're still confident that this is Salah coming back doesn't do anything to affect whether Jota is, is, Jota, is starting or not. That he is the one that I think is not affected. I think if they're gonna pull anybody off, it'll be Darwin. Uh, Jota will go in the middle, and then Diaz will go in the left. So okay. confidence in, of Salah starting next match is confidence level it's, one to ten. Ten being the most. I'm eight and a half. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm eight and a half. He's he's not just active in training. They're making a big deal about it. He looks fit. He's been he's been um, very aggressive in trying to get back. The criticism has all been from from Egyptians. Egypt. Yeah, I was going to say. Why did he leave? If he right. wouldn't have left, none of this. Yeah, they, they wouldn't right. have lost it. Dedication to the national team low. Dedication to Liverpool high. He faked his injury, et cetera. Et cetera. Well, I and there's something to be said about that, but I, he didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave. He felt like he just couldn't get the the recuperation that he needed, or rather, the people around him thought he couldn't get the recuperation that he needed. Um, on site there, well, said, and that's why they brought him back. They said hamstring tear. I mean, they didn't say they didn't say strain, which I know I get. The strain is a mild, is a slight tear anyway. But still, like they, the way they talked about it was, I think a, a good tear. I, I, Isn't I, that the I way they did? Give give him a good massage, and he'll be put <laughs> right. him back on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. I, I think more so than anything, he's more concerned about being able to 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 run the course of the season as opposed to being able to make it through the tournament. All right. And so putting putting your putting your health on the line to get get his country through the tournament 
wasn't something he was willing to do, and so the criticism is probably a little bit warranted. All right. All that being said, who cares about Egypt and the country's games? Get Salah in your double game week is what I say. That I is think what he plays I'm trying both. to get to. I think he plays both. No, I, let's talk about Egypt. It's not <laughs> Egypt's a pretty cool place. I'm sure it is. Um, it's not a sphinx. I have not yes. been yeah. to Egypt yet, but I really would like to go. All right. Uh, all right. It sounded like I was being very dis- dismissive there, but I didn't want to be you like were. that. Okay. I just wanted to move on with that's the it's typical. E- that's we're used to Egypt it. Egypt talk. Okay, guys. All right. I can't get to Salah. That's what I'm looking right. at. I, I mean, mean, right. Can, can you? I can get to him. Uh, Trent has to go. Which is fine. Uh, totally fine. Uh, you guys have, you guys are managing without him. Uh, and I've got, so it's Bowen has to become Salah. So I, we need to talk about Bowen because Bowen needs to do something. I, I'm ready to sell. Is that crazy? Hold on, no, we'll, not we'll at all. We'll get there. We'll uh, stick on, stay no, on Liverpool but at the I, moment. I was going to say, like. We talk about Liverpool a ton. The difference, the difference is uh, 5.5. So. All right. Yeah, Trent. It has to be Trent and someone. I'd have to make. I, I think if I, if Trent becomes the cheapest possible, uh, I think I think it's four point one is what I'd have. Mm. Uh, which actually Connor Bradley. Uh, yes. Uh, actually, the other guy that I was talking about, something we someone we talked about on this podcast weeks ago, Van Hecke from. Brighton, is I believe he just went up this week. Maybe four point two. He was no, he was projected to he was projected to go up. He did not. He's still four zero. So four zero. Yep, he's four zero, and he is a he's like starting, a, but they're not doing anything exactly. Yeah, but if Brighton you got like Purvis is stupid, yeah, then right. like so, and that's the expensive. other, and so that's the other guy. If I was remi- Drake Lamptey's three nine, right? So. If I was remaking my team, Estupinian wouldn't be there. Right. I sold I, when we get to it. I sold Poro this week to get one of your guys. Uh, so like, okay. you know, and I still have Trippier. So that's the other thing. I have Trent and Trippier. I've got a lot of well, money, a lot of a lot of money, money wrapped up in defense. But those are the top two defenders wow. okay. by scoring. Either way, the point is getting to Salah. Uh, is either making Trent turn into the cheapest possible defender that I can get, and turning Jared Bowen into Salah. It's pretty good, pretty good turn there. I think I would think it is too. All right, moving on to my guys. But it would be a minus eight to that, do that. You could wild card. I know that's exact, and that's exactly the decision. Arsenal six, and that's not a typo. Arsenal six, West Ham zero. We don't care. Arsenal Let's move on. six. West Ham zero yeah. goals raining in from Saliba, uh, Ga- Gabriel, Trossard, Declan Rice, and then Brian, your boy, Bukayo Saka. Yeah, with a brace. Yeah, he was awesome. Uh, first of all, I'm assuming you're ignoring Declan Rice's seventeen. Seventeen a goal, go, seventeen points. So had, a goal and two and a goal and two assists. Uh, yes. Yes, I think that's an enigma. That's uh, although ever since they got back from Dubai, he's been taking the the corners. Oh, true. And their set okay. pieces have yeah. changed. Yeah. So to be fair, that was a big deal. So the, what I was going to say is to be is, fair, it's probably worth mentioning 
And like at least looking at that. So his returns are very normal, I would say, for someone in his position. They're no better than I. T- I, don't, I mean, I don't know what the numbers are. My guess is he might be at or around what Rodri is. So he's as to me because of price, whatever. He's a a a low, low, low level consideration. And I was going to say his expected goal involvement for the season. I don't think he had one week where he had an expected goal involvement over point three. Well, and then this week he goes for a goal and two assists or sure. whatever. So it's off the charts. But what I'm saying is like this is not like you're already likely invested in Saka. We've already you know we've already kind of poo pooed the idea of making Odegaard a second option. Why in the world would you go uh, you know double up to have right. Declan Rice except now, that you throw him on your bench? But there are better, cheaper options at yeah. that price. So, so here's the deal: uh, in the four games, he's is it's been since he started taking corners six two one seventeen, right? So fifty percent of the time he's getting uh, he's getting assists. He's got three assists in four games and one goal. And so, I don't know. I'm just wondering. Like, yes, I understand exactly what the stats say, and yes, up to this point, there was only one other game against Luton for the most part. Ah, that's not true. There was a couple other games, but in in the last like ten games, you you weren't getting much except for the like the last two out of four where all of a sudden you're getting uh, three assists and one goal, respectively. So, I don't know. It's just, that is wild, well, Brian. I mean, it's a good a, call. In, I'm not I'm saying you saying completely ignore it. In the last four weeks, so for, for, to, your, to your point, so four weeks in a row now, Odegaard, 17 chances created, Saka, 11, Declan Rice, 8. So, okay. And I'm it's sure... It's not far off the pace. And, I mean, look, big chances created, Odegaard, 5. Declan Rice three, Saka two, mm-hmm. in the last that's four big weeks. chances created, right? Yeah, I'm saying I'm, and I'm sure that's a consequence of, I would say that's a, a consequence of set pieces. Of the corners, right. but still, it's happening. It's the reason why anyone who takes set pieces, we talk, any player who who kicks a corner, has an increased value over a player who doesn't regularly right. In, that's right. take those take those kicks. Yep. Anyway, no, for sure. No, I, I mean, it's I, interesting I, point. I wouldn't have thought to bring that up, but it's a, it's a, it's a good call on you. Okay. No, I just wanted to ask this because that's a, he's the top scorer of the game week, and I think that's the, I think you know, there, of course, there's plenty of people who I'm sure bringing him in just because that's how people react. I, I think Saka's Saka's still a must own. Yeah, I was gonna say you're not doing anything with him. I don't think regardless. I mean, most people know. Most people own it. Right. So I'm not, we're not spouting out knowledge. Would you there. dare if, we, I mean, would you dare swap him? I feel like this week they're, they're home to Burnley and you're no. not, you're not taking him out. I mean, even if it's no. Saka to Salah, you're not yeah. doing that, are no. you? No, no, no. Are you even thinking of Saka to, Saka I don't know. To any of the higher guys? I don't guy? know. Because Saka to De Bruyne or, or Salah? So, like, on, for, for instance, on my team, my, my midfield is Saka, Jota, Foden, Palmer, Richarlison. So I got yeah. three of my, uh, four of my five over seven zero. Richarlison being seven zero, Foden seven right. eight, Jota eight, Saka nine, Palmer five eight. Right. right? So, uh, you know, even if I was to go to Salah, I mean, technically Saka would be the easiest target, and then I still got to find three pound dollars to right. make it happen. Yeah. Now, Jota is the eight zero. That seems like the obvious option. Right. I don't love. I would love to have Salah and Jota, but then all of a sudden I'm now. I'm not taking out Foden going to double match week. Right. And you could argue that Richarlison's as hot as anyone in the league, 
even yeah. though he didn't score now, this the, past match the, week. So the consideration there would be they play Wolves this week and then they blank in 26. Richarlison. Yeah, and so I didn't. So I had already made that move yeah. because of his heat. You know, going before we recorded last week. You got out of him, or you brought? No, him I in? brought him in. I hadn't had him at all. I made that transfer as fast as I possibly could to bring him in. Uh, I finally got rid of Salah to bring in Richarlison, and then it was kind of after I knee jerked him into the team, where that was the 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 thought was, well, wait a minute, why do that? You're getting two games, you know, instead of making it Salah to Richarlison, like, why didn't I just go Salah to Jota at that point? It was a bad move. And I'm saying that, like, I'm saying that as a bit of hindsight now since he didn't get a return this week uh, against Brighton, but but that was the consideration. I'm saying because I thought of it afterwards with Poro where I'm like, I'm giving him up for basically a week. I'll figure it out after 26 if I want to bring him back in. But basically, I'm giving him up for, you know, he's only got one match compared to someone who, you know, if it's Robertson or whoever, somebody who either, like this for me this week, it was Gabriel, where I'm like, Gabriel's playing Burnley. I would rather have him against Burnley than Poro against Wolves. And then he blanks in 26, and Arsenal doesn't. So, that like, why wasn't I thinking that way with Richarlison? Like, why wouldn't I have done that? It's because I'm stupid. It's the only. That's the only <laughs> explanation. Knowing it's half the battle. Is that's a always? big part of the battle for sure. It's at least half. Mm. I agree with GI Joe. Dave, what, uh, what else? What else about Arsenal? Just that Odegaard. I mean, Odegaard had himself a Cole Palmer this week. He two assists, gets a bonus point, gets a clean sheet point, so he finishes with a ten. Created seven chances, which is third third most this week. Right. How, how much fun is he to watch? Don't he's you love an unbelievable player, play? especially when he's playing West Ham and no one's even trying to guard like him. Like defend. Yeah. When he's <laughs> just able to skate through everybody. Yeah. I just I was gonna say I don't think he's a bad pick. I just don't think he's a maximum yeah, pick. I agree. I agree. So like this week, you love it if you have him. Yeah. And you love the ten. Yeah. But yeah. um, I, not many people have him. The few people out there, I know, uh, I'm, I don't want to keep dragging Ben Crellin into this podcast to sully his good name, but he has Gabriel and Saliba, so he was playing both. Yeah, he's in the top. He's cracking the top he, thousand, two, I two, think. He's, top two thousand. He's or in the. Like that. He's he's trying to crack that top thousand by the end of the season. Right. He's in the top two thousand. So, and that's and that's what happens when you have both of those guys. To me, you know, I'm looking at other managers who I, you know, I. Who don't have him? I just haven't. Ha- I, you know, I've I've spent most of the season arguing against the necessity of having Saliba and Gabriel, mostly because yeah. it's all of this. You know, for for most of the beginning of the season, it was you know, what I would just say is phantom goal threat. Just the the assumption of they're going to be on set pieces or whatever. These teams that are bad on it and Arsenal, like they did have co- some clean sheets, but you know, I mean, you've watched it. They've They've shipped goals in the weirdest ways and Agree. lost games or drew games where you're like, what the heck? How did we how did we concede goals on that few chances? So in a week like this where you win where you blow them out and both guys get a goal, like, yeah, it's huge. Right. So. If I told you, would you give me odds on if through twenty four games this season and twenty four games last season, which Arsenal team scored more goals this season or last season through 24 games um i i don't know 
I'm probably Qu- question maybe. begs the answer. I uh, I mean I would they just scored six, so it's hard not to say this season because they've. I feel like they've had a few games like that where they've just this season crashed. has scored through twenty four games have scored more goals than they did at this time last yeah. season when they were considered and also in first place, right? And they were also considered to be high flying, high scoring Arsenal. This season or last season, who which Arsenal team has conceded less goals? That's a hard one too because they've been. We've we've said it a million times. They've objectively been one of the best, best defenses, defenses this, this season. season. It's got to be this, this season. This season, they yeah. have conceded less goals. Okay, and they have scored more goals than Arsenal last season. It's just I think until I I saw that stat today and I was like, that's wild. I would have never thought yeah. that. And yes, the last few games they had five against Palace. They had six against uh, you know Cameron, West Ham. Yeah. Yep. So that's going to help balance things out. And, but, look, let's just call a spade a spade. Ever since they got back from Dubai, they've been pretty good. They've yep. been really good. Uh, I did see that just because they're getting, because of the players they're getting back, just because of, you know, there's, I think the injury situation is is brightening for them. Plus, you know, getting Tomiyasu back. Uh, the answer to the question for Defender was Kivior last week. So it was not Tomiyasu not fit yet. Uh, but available, I think, uh, for selection. And, and Kivior played great. Right. Again, another another good choice. I don't know if you had him or not, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be going toward him. I guess. No, but it is. Look, uh, three of the top five defenders are Arsenal. Ben White defenders. Yeah. Ben, ben White's I saw top that five. Ben White was was yeah. pretty high up there. Well, he Porto. he and Poro, in fairness, Poro tied first, uh, fifth. So yeah. Um. There's not a whole lot to say about. I mean, if you want to go to the West Ham side of it, I was I to me like I was the way I was thinking of this week was more like who doubles, uh, who are the plus yeah. kind of in like plus neutral and 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 negative matchups for like the single game week people. Yeah. Uh, West Ham, I would just say they're kind of. I guess it's more neutral just because of the opponent. Like I know it's like. I guess what I'm saying for West Ham would be. They haven't won a game in the Premier League yet in 2024. That's not good. Uh, the it was the lack of effort, I think, that was the worst thing for from what I could tell from West Ham fans. Was this just like a lackluster? Like, you know, you have pundits, uh, you know, t- talking about how poor the you know just the performance was, but it was an but on the effort side of it, you know. Uh, uh, James Ward Prowse saying like I have no words like you know we're we're not like this this isn't this isn't us kind of thing everybody kind of coming away from that you know, kind of saying that same thing I guess they're playing Nottingham Forest they're at Nottingham Forest this week which has not been you know again not an easy place to go to and uh, stats per fantasy fix uh, fantasy football fix which were most of all the stats that we're getting from this podcast that's amazing, where coming from that website plug them again fantasy football fix West Ham have conceded 12 goals in the last 6 game weeks it's the 13th worst of any team their expected goals conceded in the last 6 games is 2.34 which is 19th there's a team worse than them and it's it's a team that you might you would pro- you could probably guess given the the amount of goals they've conceded recently, but West Ham has been basically the second worst defense for the last six weeks. Wow. Uh, so, like, like for West Ham, like you're not bringing in like I still have Bowen in my team. 
You still have Bowen in your team. As of right now. We're both losing, and there's there might be a one-to-one correlation there. Yeah. Bowen is a sell based on the type of performances West Ham is going. The thing is, West Ham is about to be, I think, they're on the ascendancy, I think, by selection because, one, the schedule is easing up, or is, I would say, not maybe not easing up. It's real good. Like this, they were in a bad stretch here. They're about to go on a run of matches that's, I would say, very good. And then uh, they've got uh, they've got matches in game weeks where there are blanks for just about everybody else. So West Ham is about to go on a a, a like out of all like after all of this like dismal performance and sells and everything, Bowen. You know, Bowen could be back in, as a selection. Pakata is was already like they were talking about how he was already close, if not for this week or last week, then for this week. So that we, we didn't even make them bench right. for game week twenty four. Already, you know, but that's something that was like they're not obviously not going to rush him back after a you know after an injury. Mikhail Antonio getting closer. Like I like what I'm saying is they are getting back to more like what they you know kind of the peak of their of what they're available what they have yeah. available yeah at a time when they're about to go on a run of matches that i would say is is good so that's the hard thing like sell you know if you're if you're choosing someone this week if like for me like i i think i can make the money work pretty easily where yeah. if it's bowen or joda like come on we're not that's not even a consideration yeah. if it's bowen because it's double honestly like just on a minus four or whatever if your choice was between Jared Bowen or Doku, like I'd probably take the upside of the city guy. Do you know what I mean? Like I just, the, like I just feel like it's not this week. It's not the kind of matchup for West Ham where you're like, oh, we got, I got to play Ariola. You know, he's got Nottingham Forest, and that's a that's a green matchup right there. Like it's not. Forest looked good. Right. They lost terribly, but they looked really good. Offensively, though. anyway, that's the end of Nottingham Forest. Well, at least for West Ham and well, Arsenal. No, West Ham, Arsenal. All right, yeah. very good. Let's move right to Spurs two, Brighton one. We've already mentioned multiple Brighton players, bargains, and Van Hecka. Are we sure Tariq Lamke is going to continue to start? No. no. Okay, but we are pretty sure about Van Hecka. He's started. I think Van Hecke at a four zero, right? Yeah, what did we say? What did we say last week? And got, Tariq Lamptey in the last four match weeks finally got his first start against Tottenham this past week. Uh, so, Van Hecke has started every match for Brighton since game week eleven, okay. and that was and that he, that was true weeks ago, right? So, all right, just wanted to throw that out there. Pascal Gross scores a penalty. He's uh, he's still doing things, it's Travis. Yeah, what do you think about that? I think it's it's worth a consideration. It's just it's kind of expensive. Um, when you look at guys like uh, Pedro Neto, who's you know five five. Everybody was trying to get in. I think on this run of matches for Brighton, and uh, and he's it, the only one that performed during it. Kind of pay. Yeah, that's the thing. Like everyone jumped on a Stupinian. Like I mean, because everyone is cheap, and and he, but he was good. I mean, he had he had some performances where it was like, oh man, this like kind of popping off yeah. the screen, and then goes back to the bench, and then you know they kind of stink again. But whatever. Where now he's a, you know, I think a Stupinian. He's. I don't know how you, if you have him, how you don't see him as an expendable. Oh, I'm trying to get rid right. of him immediately. So, 
Um, no, but Pascal Gross, like you, you like it because he's playing. They're playing Sheffield, so that's why this week I think it's a huge plus matchup for them because they're playing at home against. You know, I don't know what I don't know what you call Sheffield after one good performance. You know what I mean? I, it's still Sheffield, still bottom of the you know near certainty relegation yeah. candidate Sheffield United. So uh, Matoma's back. 90 minutes for Matoma. Did what Matoma had been doing a lot this season. Took one shot, created one chance, touched the ball in the box a lot, and got two points. So, you know, Pascal Gross bells you out if you had him with the penalty, but that's why, you know, it was part of the appeal of him is that he's taking penalties. Joel Pedro's in here, so there is no Joel Pedro to take that from him yeah i mean i this is a team where i'm like i don't know what to say other than van heck is a great enabler uh yeah. dunk will get some headed goals for you probably over if you have him all season that's too expensive you're not going to him yeah and yeah right now i just think like what are you gonna do get danny welbeck you're not doing it they Maybe. had six total shots against tottenham they created three total chances against tottenham like yeah. and they still almost got away with a draw. So, Gross and Van Hecke are probably the only only Brighton assets that are worth considering at this point. Um, but even then, I mean, Van Hecke is is really only worth considering because he's it's a because he's four zero, right? Yeah. And that's where I say I think Pascal Gross is just too expensive. I I I have Pedro Neto in my team, and I think I would rather have him than Pascal Gross. Um, because it enables me to keep, have Salah and yeah. make some other moves in the midfield. For sure. Um, Pascal Gross, ownership, you think it's over 10%? No. Ryan? I don't know. It might be. Because of, because of what the recent the few, last few weeks. 5.7. That's low. It's low, uh, lower than I would have expected. I think it's because, I mean, if you have him, you're happy to hold him for, it's at Sheffield, home Everton, at Fulham, home Nottingham Forest. That's great. So the next, four, great the next four matches are... are Spurs, are is Sonny fun. back? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. Took him 27 minutes to get an assist. Is he back back? Is he starting next match? Yeah, he's back. I think so, yeah. Is that Does that affect Richarlison? Yeah, it helps Richarlison. Makes him better. It makes Richarlison better. Okay, but after this next match week, they blank. Spurs blank and Spurs blank in twenty six. Uh, yeah. So this week, even either at least they get Wolves at home. Uh, what happened to reverse fixture? So away to Wolves, they lost two one. Um, I think that was still that was game week twelve. They were in that bad run. They had just gotten smoked by Chelsea. Uh, so they were down. Uh, two people. They had two red cards in that game. So they were down yeah. Romero. They were down. They had Bentancur, I think, got hurt in that game. Somebody else was red carded. Who else? Who was the other red card? Was, Udagi. Uh, I think it was Udagi red yeah. and a Romero red. And I think they also, was that the game where they also lost that Wolves game? Spurs lost uh, uh, Van de Ven. Something. I mean, it was all bad. Whatever some, it was, uh, some, yeah. ba- it was all bad against Chelsea. Then, then they go to Wolves and they still, you know, kind of valiant effort. And then they lost to Villa the week after that. So, uh, no, I think this is a different. I mean, obviously, different vibes. Uh, Spurs team. Sonny is back. Yes, for okay. sure. All right. 
that's the I mean, you're not I that's the thing. You can't you can't think about getting him until game week twenty seven. I, I don't I'm not gonna ask the question because I don't think we can answer it, but the fact that Pedro Poro has done nothing since I've owned him is just infuriating. Oh no, I know. I don't I don't I would I would be mad too. I I was mad enough that I sold him. Uh Spurs after the blank, home to Crystal Palace. At Aston Villa, which I can't wait to talk about at Aston Villa. That's it's red. It's a red matchup on here. It is not red in real life. So FPL right matchup rating system. No, and I would say rest of the season. And there's reasons for that. Aston Villa He's got lost stats. No, Aston Villa lost Kanza. Maybe lost Kanza for the season. And their injury to uh Kamara. Uh defensive midfielder Kamara. Bubakar Kamara. Is uh, a big deal. It's bad enough. We'll talk about it at Villa. Either way, they not play, as bad as losing Douglas Louise, but it's it, but it it's, might be worse. Wow. Uh, home to Chris. So what I'm saying is, Spurs are home to Palace in 27, at Villa in 28, at Fulham 29, home to Luton in 30, at West Ham 31, home Nottingham Forest 32. So to me, after the blank in 26, this is why I think going in like after 26, where you're like. Now I think I might want to reshape my okay. team. This okay. is why I want to reconsider, like, you know, maybe this is why you'd reconsider yep. Sun after that. I don't, you're not doing it now, but just I think okay. I think there's a lot to, a lot good for Spurs after the blank. All right, Travis, your second favorite team, Manchester United 2, <laughs> Villa 1. He's Brian, all, here's he, your villain talk. He, he's always saying that. I know. Rasmus Hoyland, Brian. What a uh, what a hilarious, like posturing, nonsense game. Like the. What do you mean? Just that the. Did you see it? Did you yeah, see? I, you yeah. saw Douglas Louise to yeah. kick the penalty, and he's shimmy. Yeah. And he's doing the shake. He's fired up. And then Hoyland count, counting the goals on his finger and having a dust up there on the side as he's running off because the Aston Villa players are mad or whatever. And then afterwards, Unai Emery saying, like, and, and I think every Aston Villa fan saying, like, we dominated that game. Yeah. Yeah. And how, not only how are how are we not winning this game? And then beyond that, how did we lose it? Well, they, Unai they, Emery said they, it was the best performance other than their performance against City. Wow. That's how he characterized so the, their, their, their possession the was 56 percent. They out they had double the shots on target. And uh, they had, well, not as many shots. Well, they had more shots, but not double. Uh, Villa had 23 shots to United 17. 10 shots on target Villa. Five shots on target United. So it probably did feel like a little bit of a domination. Yeah. But the scoreline, Brian, no, the one that's, stat. That's what matters. That means end. a little bit more. I think for this podcast, we need to discuss Rasmus Hoyland, Brian, if that's even how you say his name. I am right now requesting a how to say on Rasmus Hoyland. I'm not sure we've had one this year. Okay, I'll find it. But I w- I wonder. I wonder if it's if that You're number one. I would to like do it to now, right? No, I'm not looking. No, it's impossible. Okay, I can tell you what it is. I have an O slash no. name. We don't use it. Let's just stop. Stop with your Norse connection. And just he's chill. Danish. I okay. know what he has. It's say. it's it's Norse Danes. You know, it's, it's all the same. Jada. Oh, okay, very very well. Um, All right, in the last, he's played in the last five of last 
Wow. Hoyland has played in the last five of six United matches in the Premier League. There's yeah. one game he didn't play. These are his scores. 7, 11, 10, 8, 6. Yeah, he scored again this week on what? What did he have one shot on target again? Basically, yeah. he did it, it doesn't again. Doesn't matter. No, I know he. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's not he mattering. Shots, I'm saying it's a he went. He went. He's wait. a bombing yanging here. Well, it's he your, went like it's it's the it was the it's the flip for his season. He went 15 games or whatever it was and scored nothing and came close. And he's he did, shooting he a didn't lot. Didn't do it. Shooting a lot and not scoring. And now, now all of a sudden, little yeah, he's shooting. Scores. Yeah, he's got like he's got what five or six goals in five five goals in six games. On like seven shots on target, and in two of those games he had assists. Right, his scores are awesome. It goes and he, and and he did it again, and there's nothing you can do about it because he just he is. So either you got on right. it. Well, so he's seven one. Yeah. Would I'd you just, rather have him or Dominic Solanke? That's what I'm saying. I just think you're Solanke. You're still like I'm not Travis. I'm riding the hot train. So I, I think you're probably right, but I'd rather have Solanke. So just cause so I won't own him. Solanke is going to be it's like prejudice. I think everyone is going to be building up to Solanke anyway it's because double. Bournemouth doubles in twenty eight. So it like regardless of how like regardless of who's getting the perform. Not only that, Bournemouth schedule at, like at Newcastle this week. Newcastle is the worst defense. They are worse than West Ham in the last six game weeks. Newcastle defensively has been worse. They're missing Joe Linton big time. Huge. For sure, but they were already, and I saw somebody say this. I can't. I would love to source. I it. love I, owning Dubrovka right now. No, it's awful, and that's why it's it's hilarious that Ariola Dubrovka is such a common. For I mean, that's my. Those are my goalkeepers. I'm right. sure they're my com- goalkeepers. Right, it's common just because of their price. They're common goalkeepers. The goalkeepers for the two worst defenses in the league. Newcastle was was not great defensively at the end of the fall. Like going into the winter months, they were They're already at home, and it is a home match for sure. And they were already getting they were already getting worse when Joe Linton was still kind of out there. So either way, he's not there now, and it's still like defensively, it's just been really poor. So like Bournemouth at Newcastle, that's not. I mean, it's yeah for sure. Newcastle tougher. Are they going to win? Right, tougher. Tougher. Is he going to score? Probably. And then they're home to Manchester City. Yeah, you don't love that. Nobody loves that. But lots of benching for Dominic Solanke in game week 26. Sure. But game week 27. And then game week 27 to 32 at least. You love it. Every every game you love. He doubles up at home to Sheffield and Luton. So that's in the, his double game week. So that's the discussion. In 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 twenty eight. That's the discussion for even for people like you want to go rogue on your triple captain? You want to you want to pick a different you want to pick a differential triple captain? That could be Slanky. a good one. Captain Holland this week save your triple captain for Dominic Solanke home against Sheffield home against Luton in game week 28. It's not insane. He's been awesome this season. Yeah, I agree. So and they don't have anybody else that can play. So he's going to he's going to start both matches. Right. They so barring yeah, barring injury. And they course. need the points. So they're going for it against the people that they're that they're competing against to get out of relegation. Like a hundred percent I agree with that. I a hundred percent agree with that. I would just say minimum yeah, you want to go crazy, you want to save your triple captain for somebody other than Holland, sure. Game week twenty eight is a is a consideration. But I I'm just saying like the 
you're asking about Hoyland compared to Solanke. Right. So this, this is why, like, I'm going to find it really hard to get rid of Solanke without wild carding. And even if I was wild carding, Solanke would be going out for two weeks. But that's and okay. That's the, and that's the most that it would be. That's okay. Because Hoyland for the next two weeks is looting away Fulham at home. And then you can bring, you could bring Solanke back for game week 27. Um, away at Burnley, Dave. which I think is fine. So if you wanted to do that, more power to you. Two weeks, he's more expensive. Even if Solanke goes up, you should still be able to move to him. It'll be probably be fine. So if that's a, the route you want to run, more power to you. I think that's that's not unreasonable. The matchups look great, and you you got Solanke for you know twenty twenty seven through thirty two basically, which is fantastic. Dave, so. the people have spoken. Hoyland is the third most transferred in for forwards. And Solanke keeps dropping in price. So this is, it's not selling Solanke for someone, whether that's for Hoyland or not. Just people seems are, like, people are just dropping seems Solanke like the every move. week. Solanke got a return this week. That's the thing. I know. So it wasn't but like Hoyland he got... has been on fire. Right. And it's, it's the roof, the roof, the roof is on he fire. He has definitely been on fire. And Manchester United, that's why I was going to say, even this week, like Manchester United, it's, I would say, I think it's a minus matchup for them because they're at Luton. Mm -hmm. So we've already said, like, at Kenilworth Road has proven to be tricky for lots of people this season. So does that mean that this form, this, this, you know, every shot going in Manchester United is going to go to Luton and dominate? I don't know. I don't know. They weren't really. I mean, they won the game against Villa in a game where, you know, the stats and Villa themselves are insisting that it was their performance that was the dominant one. So I don't know. It's hard. It's just Manchester United is still a tough team to read. But yeah, Hoyland is, he's just doing it. Mm. He's hard to ignore. Garnacho's still hard to ignore, I even agree. though he didn't I get a return gonna, this I week. I was going to ask about Garnacho because he's four nine. Right? How can anyone trying to bring Salah in right now? Garnacho is absolutely an option, and yeah. yes, he did not point this week. And I will also say, as I'm, I'm actually looking at this, old Declan Rice is just there at a five four, and if you need to make some money, I'd probably rather own Garnacho than yeah. than Rice, um, but. You know that that's something something to consider. I just like I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like, do I want Garnacho and Salah, or Jota and Richarlison? And I think Salah, Salah, Salah's weight is pretty heavy. I mean, his his price comes with it. I'm just you guys seem to be pretty confident that he's playing, and so I'm yeah. gonna probably make some moves to try to make sure that that I happens. Know. And but, I really hope it goes poorly for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm picking up on that. Uh, on the Villa side of the match for Ma- Manchester United and Aston Villa, uh, there's no need to. I don't think there's any. You don't need to sell anybody on Ollie Watkins or Douglas Louise. I mean, you you know what they're doing. Uh, Leon Bailey got his third straight return. Uh, he's got a four, a seven, and a five in the last three games. He's got four returns in his last five game weeks. I don't think. I still think Leon Bailey is. Uh, he's that same kind of like. I don't know. Wh- I don't know how you're fitting him in your midfield, but it's not. Yeah. It's not but insane. L- Leon, he's too expensive, and he doesn't ever go the distance. That's in terms that's of the, minutes. That's the thing. Like you could name. I, I'm sure if you're like money is no object, you'd name 
you'd name 20 people before you name Leon Bailey as like that's my pick. So Probably. just want to point it out. I mean, he he's, is he's, he's still well, he's though. playing well. Yeah. Um for what it's worth, uh FPL villain who we've referenced on this podcast before, awesome source for villain news. Uh a bit of hyperbole from him today said uh kind of semi-jokingly the season is over. It's been fun. He said that because they just wow. lost Bubakar Kamara and possibly Ezri Kanza t- for the season. They definitely lost Kamara for the season. Kanza's injury is is yet to be. I think it's still TBD on how serious it is, but he's out. Uh, he's out for some time. Uh, someone replying to him uh, compared it to as if it's like losing. It would be like losing Rodri and Saliba. If you were losing two players of kind of like losing two players of that quality in your midfield and defense. So I know he's I know that for FPL villain and I know for other Aston Villa fans, that seems to be the general feeling like this is not good. Like defensively, we're all like they're already shaky. It's not like Aston right. Villa has been some kind of fortress. Right. Like they had like after their games against City and, and Arsenal, you know, those were performances of their lives. It's not like they've had this massive run of clean sheets and everybody's rushing out to get all of their defenders or whatever. I think Alex Moreno has had one standout performance, but that was because he scored a goal. And Luca Dean is back. And even for FPL Villain and some other Aston Villa sources, this is like you can't go to any of these guys now because, again, I like... We talked about it. I think it was pretty obvious if you watched Aston Villa, Dean was really good yeah. when he played. And Moreno has been fine. So I think, like... I, I mean, he scored I, and Dean couldn't. But I think Dean's overall defensive performance, I think his, I think what he offered comprehensively... Defensive stability is definitely... It, was, it yeah. was better than what Moreno has given so far. And whether that's still, like... Just the slow recovery from a long-term injury or whatever for Moreno doesn't matter. All of that to say, You're like just making excuses for him. I just, I just love him so much. I don't want it to. I don't want it to sound like there's not something. I like I still he want might to hear sure. it. He might hear it. No, but I'm just saying, like, he might get back to him defensively. Like to me, this puts like it just puts more pressure on them. They've been very good. Yeah, it's yeah. just that now, like. Aston Villa, like, and this is a week where I'd say it's a it's a huge plus matchup for them. They're playing, right. they're they're home to they're home to Fulham, right? So is out at least three to four weeks, more or less, says Unai Emery. Right. It is a knee sprain. So they and I think Paul Torres was. We talked about him weeks ago. I think Paul Torres was on the bench. Like they have, he they is have, healthy. Yeah. They have guys i mean it's not like it's nothing i think uh Longley, i think he was one he's started a ton of matches here or, or a, a bunch in a row he's four or five so he'd be one of those guys where Clement it's like Longley and if the you know if the if you needed the room or whatever and you wanted to take a chance on an aston villa defender i'm not i to me i don't know why you would given all the news that's out there whatever like he's he's one of those guys that would be interesting but yeah like I, to me, like Ollie Watkins has been such a sell for everybody. This week didn't help. You know, I mean, uh, he he had, uh, I mean, he was okay. Villa was, he got yeah. no return, but still, like, okay is maybe generous. The point is, like, I think he was one of those guys that was like he was the guy that I needed to sacrifice for right. Holland. 
Yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I'm sure plenty of people had that same dilemma between him and Darwin. Like, are you taking like this week? If it's a decision between you playing Darwin or playing Ollie Watkins, Darwin. what are you doing? You're of course you're taking Darwin. So, anyway. all right, very good. Now I'm gonna blast through. We got about five matches we haven't covered, so it's gonna be rapid fire. Pick your shot. Some of these teams are not worth discussing. Some are okay. Fulham three, Bournemouth one, Sheffield three, Luton one. Brentford 2, Wolves 0, and haha, Chelsea 3, Palace 1. You uh, love not talking about them. Well, it's Cole Palmer and no one else. So Stay, yeah, for, Absolutely. And uh, Chelsea is playing at Manchester uh, City as their single game this week. Right. So Wolves, yeah. Chelsea's a non-factor this week. You, you well, have Cole Palmer. Are you playing him? Uh, interesting. I haven't actually seen my – I haven't created my starting lineup yet. So I like I, uh, I'm I'm in the process of possibly making transfers on the pod transfers, so I'm, I got distracted for like ten minutes there because I was gonna do the same thing. I yeah. was, no, no, I'm, I was I'm, maybe even gonna I'm, wild card. I'm trying to make moves. So, uh, I, I think Wolves. Just I want to throw this in there. Cunha seems like he's gonna be out for a little while, which is a yep. shame. Um, and then Huang is back, although I don't think he's fit and ready. He yet. had a calf issue, so yep. he was not ready to play. But yeah, Cunha. Uh, I mean, sorry to everyone who has him. I mean, you, he pulls a hammy at 19 minutes. Uh, perfect tease from two weeks ago to get roasted at against Brentford at home, of all places, where they've been extremely good. Uh, no, I don't. I mean, if you have Neto, uh, it's fine. I think I, I think Huang will be back, and so Huang and Neto should be fine. That's there. That was what we have said so many times. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think that'll be agree right. completely. Yeah, I don't think you're doing anything else. Obviously, can't bring in Cunha. Uh, so Chelsea, um, yeah, it's it's whether or not you're keeping Cole Palmer. I I think if if it was a decision like on wild card or whatever, if you're if you're truly changing your team up a ton this week to yeah. to try to maximize, yeah. he is somebody that you. If you wanted to, you could move on. Uh, just because not only Manchester, they're away to City in their one game this week, but Chelsea is a bl- has a blank in 26. Um, so, yeah, if you want It just depends on when you brought him in, if you get rid of him. Cause right. Because his price has changed significantly. Yeah, it would be more of just strategically, what do you want to, you know, which is your plan to get him back again after that, which I hey, think you would want to do that. Uh, fun stat here. This is kind of silly, but... Scott McTominay been subbing on. He started most matches, and in the last six match weeks, he's subbed on. In the last three, it's he goes six four six, with two goals and one assist, and and then sub on appearances. He's like their late game. We need a goal guy right now, and yeah. that's just that's just funny to me. But if you would have started him fantasy wise at a four six, getting that production out of a four six, you'd love it as a yeah. Anyways, we're not even talking about them. We have moved on from United. Yeah. Um, you did. So, Everton and, uh, I mean, Crystal Palace. And Chelsea. Crystal Palace and Chelsea. There's nothing with Crystal Palace. No. Uh, Crystal Palace. All their guys are honestly, though, yeah. Crystal Palace defended Chelsea pretty well because uh, it was 1-1. And they, I would, I think they defended well. It was the end. They give up two kind of crap goals. Yeah. In extra time. Both <laughs> right. of them in extra time. This week, I mean, because Crystal Palace is at Everton, I mean, oh. both both of those teams are struggling. They both need points. I forgot. But it's just that the advantage is to Everton because 
as a still definitely out. Mark uh, Gahey still definitely out. Uh, Roy Hodgson says both of them are hoping to play before the end of the month. That's not good. So, I, I mean, huge advantage. I think advantage Everton. But this week you would have said, like, struggling Chelsea playing you know at Selhurst Park. Yeah. They, you know, Crystal Palace gets the first goal. I, I mean, who knows? I just, I just think they yeah. still they have it in them. It's just this is just too struggling. Teams. I know, I know. I, I listen real quick. I'm throwing it in there. I forgot to mention Newcastle three, Forest two. Fantastic, fun game that to watch. That was a good match to watch. Anyways, I enjoyed just, that one. I, I left that out, not on purpose. Um, so Newcastle is one of the teams, Dave. Uh, just I said, worst defense in the league for six weeks. Right. Uh, but 17 goals conceded. But a defense that overall, at least four guys, is probably owned the most. Yeah, for sure. Collectively, I, as yeah, a defense. Tons, like the number of people who had Fabian share yep. after his huge game, and then he goes zero and then scores again. Like he's, I mean, he's, Trippier's huge. I mean, I, st- I have Trippier, I have Dubrovka. 17 goals conceded in the last six game weeks for Newcastle. By far, the worst. They're twenty. So it's 20th in the league. 2.99 expected goals conceded in the last six game weeks. Both goals conceded and fantasy Jeez. expected goals. They're worst. It's a fair question to ask, especially if you for you know if for us who have or anyone the the myriad people who have Dubrovka and Ariola, would you sell one of them for a for a doubling goalkeeper? I mean, if you're if you're <laughs> if you're picking, I mean, uh, you're picking whoever. Like you're picking anybody who's playing twice. You're gonna you're gonna outscore one of those guys. I don't think Newcastle is keeping a clean sheet against Bournemouth. And they might. I don't know. I can't say. I'm not, why they will? Why now. would you? Predi- yeah. They, why would you predict something like that? Anyway, this guy. It's a fair question. I just think that's you know, Newcastle is a. They're just that's a that's one of those teams like this week on paper it's fine just I don't, I just don't know what you do with them yeah they're just so banged up um you can ignore Sheffield I think like you're not doing anything with Sheffield United they're still a defense to and a team to target in every possible way um yeah uh one thing for Fulham Dave just that uh Muniz the Forward, who, who, who? scored, a, he scored his back-to-back goals for Muniz, four point four. He's only for Frankie Muniz. Frankie Muniz, Malcolm uh, in the middle. He's uh, so he's played seventy-three minutes, seventy-four minutes in the last two weeks. Twenty-one points in the last two game weeks. That's the that's the number one scoring forward in the last two weeks. That mm. doesn't mean a lot. Anybody can be the number one scorer in t- back-to-back game weeks or whatever. But he's taken a decent number of shots and. Just that he's getting the run while Raul Jimenez is out. So, Fulham, like this week, it's who do we say that Fulham is? Uh, Fulham is. I thought they were playing. Uh, oh, Villa. They're, Villa. Yeah. Yeah. Villa United. So they're at right. Villa, whatever. I mean, it's not. That's a, that's a forward who's 4.4. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and he's and he's playing probably more. more um, well, I don't know. I can't say that necessarily than Cameron Archer, who's the cheapest possible guy. But we did score this week. Uh, th- you'd rather we, have that as an attacker. Probably. We glazed over that Luton-Sheffield match because what a snoozer. But um, Luton does have two doubles and no blanks. Right. Um, other than Dowdy. 
Well, so I was going to say. Is there anybody so, else that so, you're looking so at? So I was going to say for for so Luton and Brentford are both definitely worth talking about just because one they du- they both they are the other doubling teams this week and even though the matchups are worse worse for them. Dowdy's uh, everyone's going nuts. Dowdy created nine chances this week. That was the most of anybody. He hadn't blanked since game week sixteen going into this match mm. and had nine chances created in a wow. in a game where you think like how did he he's not, gonna be great for city did, next year how did he not get a bonus point you think that no way chelsea <laughs> yeah maybe uh defenders for the season he has he's 11th tied for 11th into overall points he's taken a decent number of shots he's got a goal fine whatever you're not buying him for shots and goals 52 touches in the box which is third he has seven assists, which is third to Poro and Trippier, and he's created 47 chances, which is third behind Trippier and Trent. So, yeah, if you did you get him? Do you have Dowdy in your team? Uh, like, there's a reason why anyone that has, you know, if you had gone to him, like, I, I mean, I'm not saying I, it's not any kind of big bonus for me that I did get him weeks ago, but he's 4.6. Even now, right. like, with two matches... You definitely like the home home against Manchester United more than you like at Liverpool, but he's one of those guys. In City, no, they're at Liverpool. They're, Luton is home to Manchester United, and then they're at Liverpool in the next two weeks. I thought it was. I thought it was City. City it gets Chelsea. And I Brent, am wrong. You City are right. Gets Chelsea I'm Brentford. dumb. You're smart. Twenty six. They they blank, and then and then yeah, like twenty eight. They're one of the doubling teams. They have yeah. Crystal Palace on Bournemouth. Right. So anyway, uh, but no, and Adebayo and Carlton Morris. I mean, they're so I was just looking at Morris at a five-one. Both guys are cheap forward options. You and I think because they're forwards for Luton, I feel like you kind of know what you're getting here. Morris in the last six match weeks: seven, one, seven, five, eleven, five. Yeah, that is freaking good so this game week for example like morris takes the penalty so he scored a penalty this week so that's where his goal came from this week but in this even this game week adebayo took four shots morris took two adebayo had all four of his shots in the box morris took one like the the non-penalty xg for the two of them it's massively in adebayo's favor even for the season and he's out of bio's minutes. He's played four hundred fewer minutes. Just getting ready to say he's not even he's not even getting a lot of of opportunity. But he's been playing more recently, and so out of bio now, like he has, you know, he, he has not nine goals this season. Carlton Morris has six, and Morris has four. Four of his six goals are penalties. So yeah, you like the the penalties, but out of bio, I think is four nine. Yeah, I think he's still cheaper. Based on the numbers, like the numbers are, they are skewed in favor of Adebayo. Just I think overall, just for price and for, but it's the penalties that are going to sway it. So if you wanted Morris, you're doing it because he takes penalties for Luton. Neither guy, I don't think either guy is a bad. I mean, they're 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 an option. They're not like the greatest option. Brentford is the question because Tony like. Ivan Tony is an obvious like, yeah. What can't he do against whoever? I mean, I don't think I don't think it matters that they're playing Manchester City. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So what? I mean, he that would almost like, and they have Neil Mopay on the team, who's like 
going to start whatever he can with whoever he can. So, um, that's the truth. So Ivan Tony or Neil Mope, just like since the, since Ivan Tony came back in game week twenty one, Tony's got twenty six points and Mope's got twenty. So like something's working. It's a massive price difference between Tony and Neil Mope. Mope's not. I'm just saying it's four point nine for Neil Mope. Uh, both have scored three goals. Both guys. <laughs> both guys have scored three goals. I'm so glad we have this on video. It's amazing. Mopay's taken eight shots to Ivan Tony's ten. Both guys have six shots on target each. So That's this wild. isn't like it's this isn't like Tony's just blowing him away and it's closer the, than you the think. The points are decently close. The numbers are decently close. Of course, Ivan Tony's gonna take penalties. Right. And he's and it, you know, he scored a Although set Although he hasn't taken any. But he scored a set piece goal. That's true. Any. So I know. you're right. You gotta draw. They got, they got them all in the in the first first half, the early oh. part of the season. Better podcast. All of them. Better podcast yes. weeks ago told you to get Sergio Regalon, who has uh, been better than. Well, thought. this week, this week he goes for twelve points. Oh. So, uh, you know, as a four point four defender, Oof. Regalon. If you went to Regalon, you did it because again, somebody Oof. better than me Man. or us told you guys to do it. Uh. He got an assist, got the clean sheet, got all bon all the bonus points. Uh, his attacking stats is weird because the last two game weeks, because that's when he started, when they got him on loan from Tottenham. Okay. Uh, his attacking stats are not are nothing. Like the, he's taken a shot, he's created two chances, zero big chances. He's been in the box twice, touched the ball in the box two times. Okay. Defensively, he's top ten in every defense. Like. Number one in tackles, sixth in recoveries, eighth for clearances, fourth in interceptions. Like he's doing all the defensive work. So, like for the price, I think you consider him, but the double's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it just seems like if you're getting him, you're doing it one, because he's really cheap, and two, in game week 29, Brentford play in a game where, in a game week where tons of teams are likely are going to blank right. and Regalon and Brentford play one of the games is are, sorry they play and they play at Burnley so like matchup yeah I mean that's you, if you're getting him you're getting him because it's a he's cheap and it's a longer term hold gotcha what are you doing here like you're triple captaining if you're if you're Going so, with if you're going with the crowd, you're triple captaining this week against with with Hot. Right. I'm trying to I'm trying to sort all that. In my sleepy state, I'm trying to sort all of that as this day is like the day that never ends. So the so but next week, like Luton, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea, blank. So as Luton, it's, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea. Right. So for me So I might just like it, it in my current state. It's it's free. It's just free hit. I have no option but to free hit possibly next week. If unless if I make the moves to bring in Salah this week, right? And then uh, and because what I was trying to do is how do I do it? If I send Solanke out, it creates a lot more money. If I send Solanke and Pedro Porro out, I'm able to make some Salah money and only take a, a minus four. I feel like that's a win. So. But the the problem is is now I have two Luton guys. I'll have a 
one spur, I will have two Liverpool guys. Right. And so now it's like, okay, well, and I have one Chelsea guy. So we're talking about like five or six guys. And this is, I think, why, like, if you're not wild carding, like right now for me, I'm, I have nine. I think I, or you can start nine next week. Right. I think I have, I think I'm, because I'd be down Cole Palmer. I'm down Palmer. I'm down, uh, it's Palmer, Richarlison, Doty, and, uh, Palmer, Richarlison, Doty, and, and, well, Trent, while he's in my team, but Trent would, Trent is probably going out of my team. What I'm saying is that's four guys. Right. So I could field, I guess, 10. So, so what I'm saying is, what, uh, no, because I have Joel, and I have Joel Pedro, who's who's a red triangle for me. So what I'm ba- saying is, like, that's four. That's a ton of players. So this is exactly why to go back to the earliest part of the discussion. If you're deciding between De Bruyne and Salah, like, you can't free hit 26. You can't do it. Like 29, there right now the possibility of blanks is one, two, three. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen teams could blank. And this is a I would just say again, huge, huge credit and shout out to Ben Crellin and the people who keep track of the possibilities of this. His he has a breakdown of the possibilities of why teams would blank and which right. teams will blank in twenty nine. Based on cups and other things. Right. I would say near certainty. Brighton City is not happening because in match week twenty nine. In match week twenty nine, Brighton and City nearly certainly will not happen because Brighton would have to beat Wolves or City beats Luton in the FA Cup. So one of those two things is happening. City's probably beaten Luton. Right. Game's not happening. Everton is playing against Liverpool, so li- that that match blanks if Liverpool beats Southampton. In the FA Cup. Is that happening? Hmm. Likely. Probably. This is an improved Southampton that's competing well. I think that was some talk about, you know, just like. It's at home. Could, right. As could, well for Liverpool. Could they? Yeah. Maybe, but probably not. So it's a high likelihood that game's not happening. Wolves and Bournemouth. If Wolves beat Brighton or if Bournemouth beats Leicester in the FA Cup. That's all that needs to happen for that match to not happen. Bournemouth beating That's a So Bournemouth-Leicester, that's exactly that's it. That's a good matchup. Bournemouth may not beat Leicester. So, who knows? We'll see. Wolves may or may not beat Brighton. Who knows? So, that game, like, I feel like that's more of a toss-up, whatever. Arsenal would play Chelsea in game week 29. If Chelsea beats Leeds in the Another FA Cup, matchup. could uh, can Chelsea can Leeds beat this Chelsea team? Sure. Why, why not? But Chelsea should win. Arsenal and Chelsea may or may not happen in game week 29. So like there are way too many like but this is the thing you you'll know this in 3 weeks. So that's the thing like the we just don't know now. Yeah. Minimum though you're losing like these are all like pretty key teams. Like you're not going to be able to build a starting 11 out of West Ham, Villa, Fulham, Spurs, Burnley and Brentford. Like you're like everyone is going to have a problem in 29. So if it, if twenty nine ends up being a huge blank game week, like, but so but like people in my situation, so if if I play for the double this week, right, and kind of go for it, maybe even take a hit. So I'll make three transfers to max out on the double here. I will have almost zero option 
next week to free hit. And I'm just going to push papers down the road and see what happens when 29 gets pretty much. Yeah. And just hope that some of these, you know, some of these results don't happen. Right. I I, I just don't know how I don't think I'm going to have an option because I think a lot of other people, but I mean, the only way you, that you're able to survive 26 is if you don't try to max out and go for this double match week I, at 25. I guess the I guess the, is that is that the, right? The like ult- you can't do both. No, you can't. I, there's there's without just without no, chips. Without chips, there's just no way because the teams that you'd have to just because of the teams you have to rely on. So you have to rely on Brentford because Brentford plays Burnley in 29. So that means you'd be getting either like you're using transfers between now and 29. You are getting Regalon. You are putting Neil Mope in or whatever. Like, because that's cheap. Like, those are cheap guys that can get you to some of the other key players that you need. Like, Villa, I, I mean, other than Ollie Watkins, I'm not sure really what you're doing with any Aston Villa players. Burnley, you're not touching mm. anyone from Burnley. Although, I think, isn't Charlie Taylor a darling for everybody just because he's the same thing? Now. He's back in training. Okay. So he's one of those guys, like, you know, he because he's cheap, he's an enabler. He was on the bench for a ton of people, you know, throughout the season, whatever. Fulham, again, I don't know. Are you really moving to Willian? The numbers are good for people, like, for someone like him. Like, you can look at some of these guys, but, like, are you really doing that? So that's why I'm saying, like, West. by the time you get to 29 for West Ham – you have Paqueta back, probably have Antonio back. Right. Like, even in the next two weeks, like, you have Brentford-Everton. By the time you get to West Ham home against Burnley in 28, like, tell me why that's bad. Like, it's a, they, they've got spirit. Yes, they do. Like, they can figure it out. I like this. So what I'm saying is, like, and then Tottenham, again, after the blank in 26, I think, yeah, you're moving. You are trying to get back into Spurs. If you got rid of them or whatever, if you sold, like if you sold Richarlison to bring in somebody for this double or whatever, like you're getting back into Spurs in game week 27, at least one, if not, you know, maxing out on them. I'm just saying, like, the if you want to push it way down the road, this is why, like, so the strategy, you free hit. This is something that Pross, uh, FPL pundit Pross said about just the math of, say, free hitting. So you free hit in a blank game week where everybody, not everyone is going to do that. And you're free hitting, what, five players in? Mm -hmm. If you free hit in, say, game week 34, where half the league is doubling... You're free hitting in what would be the equivalent of like ten, 10 players. Right. So the score difference if, if for only a, Scott could hear this, because this is what I was been arguing for ages. Right. It's the reason why it's the reason why for all those years the argument of double game week and why everyone went after them, like, yes, of course a single game week player can outperform a double game week player. That happens. However, you're never not captaining a double game week player if you can help it. 
course you want a guy playing two times right. and not once. Correct. Mm-hmm. So that's the that was exactly that's the, I feel like that is one of the big considerations of like the common strategies like I, oh, like the the ones that are out there. You're triple captaining in 25 probably just because Holland is the most popular player, the highest ceiling and he's got good matchups at home in the here and now like you said. Do you really want to take the chance on triple captaining Solanke over Holland? Like just just right in a vacuum, you know. Are you going to ever do that? You'll never do that. But it can work. Yeah. So that was another that was another just just the general strategy of like hey, everyone's going to triple like the, anyone who has it likely is going to captain this guy this game week. So if you if you regular captain depending on like what's the gap what's the point gap there right like you may lose if he goes for a 13 you're 13 points behind the triple captain people right so if you hit on your captain like a triple captain later in the season on someone that's low owned you can gain a massive amount of points on the field yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's so that's the strategy of like, are you in the top fifty thousand? Are you leading your your mini league or whatever, right. and you really want to win it? You probably just have to go with the. You probably just have to just just do what the crowd does. You probably have just to maintain, right? But if you're chasing, why not push it down the road? Like, why not yeah. wait for? Hey, what if Liverpool do have a double or trip? Like that was a that was the talk. Is could Liverpool have a triple game week Later because on. of the the way the you know because of the yep. way the cup games kind of yep. spill out? So yeah, of course you'd ra- you'd way rather use it that week than on a normal week, whatever. And then the just the question of like, are like. Of course, you want to bench boost one of like I think you want to bench boost one of the huge remaining double game weeks. I just I don't know how you don't try to do that. And so whether that's game week thirty four or game week thirty seven or thirty uh, thirty seven, like how are you gonna? I guess how are you gonna sort that kind of sort those things out? Yeah. So don't get excited about this double game week or the one coming up this because there's bigger ones probably on the horizon so don't it's just it's just tough when city crazy. and liverpool it's, have such yeah it's matches. when it's city and liverpool yeah. at least offensively yeah. so to your to to my earlier point you're getting six players in with double game weeks right that's and, and it just happens to be from the two best teams with the, with good matchups with yeah. with yes with you'd say yes i think the point is still made that six is good, but eleven is better, or whatever, right? What, like, what's what would you, what are you doing? How many Liverpool people do you have right now? Right now, I only have one. And it's Salah. Oh, you kept Salah this whole time. So at the moment, at the moment, I'm going to have one. Because I didn't want to be in the situation you guys actually. Are in. That's not exactly. true. At the moment, I'm going to have two: Salah and Gomez. You're getting rid of Jada. If I want Salah. Jada, actually named Jota, is on his way out. Actually, he's got like 10 names. I've only got Trent. Jota. And so this is exactly it. Like, if I'm really going to do that, where I'm like, I really am tempted to do Trent to Robertson. 
I don't know how many yeah. people are going to have Robertson. I would guess very few. He's still pretty expensive, and on one showing, it's a little bit am I scary. Ser- am I seriously taking a hit to go Trent to Robertson and Jared Bowen to, to Joda? Am I really doing that? Or to go from from Pedro to Darwin? Am I really taking a minus eight to well, do that only to give myself now two additional blank players for game week 26 with no strategy like am i going to take more hits in game week 26 like that th- like this well, is where it becomes for me it's like massively it's a huge problem so i'm have i'm i had two transfers in the bank so i am i'm it's going to take 3 if i if i pull this move it's going to be 3 pedro poro turns into Mikolenko. uh Mikolenko plays in 26 so that right. that's a little bit of a plus there. Poro did not. Jota turns into Sala, probably right. an upgrade. Yep. Solanke goes to Morris, which I feel like that's a little bit of a downgrade. But Morris's numbers, especially recently, have been better than you think they have been. And so, in fact, they, in the last six match weeks, he's been better than Solanke. Morris has. So those that's probably I have not hit confirmed transfers, but that's what I'm right. looking at at the moment. But that's that's the only way I can get the Sala. I have to make money because I spent the Sala money a long time ago. Which that nearly guarantees your free hit in twenty six. If that's your if that's the way you play it and you just say, Forget it, I'm free hitting twenty six, then yeah, you, Do you pull have the trick. to free hit twenty six then? Probably. And then, I and I don't love it. I would rather free hit on a on a week where I mean, I don't know. Maybe if I can get if I can get six or seven guys in, you know, another way to combat that is to do something crazy and hit on a triple captain that week, you know, right. like, and all of a sudden it neutralizes the loss that you might yeah. have that week. Right. So you know that there's different ways you can play it. You need to get lucky, and as a host of this pod used to say, you make your own luck. So and you are not lucky. So and I am not. Therefore, I'm not sure exactly First. what I'm going to do. Anyways, just, yeah, that's why I'm saying like right. I, I just I, to me you you look at Manchester City as like because it's Chelsea, Brentford, Bournemouth in the next three weeks. I mean, I just I, to me I see that as like the uncertainty of how they play Salah, like what kind of minutes he gets coming you know coming up straight off of an injury i don't know i i kind of i would t- tend to agree with you like travis that this is he's fit he trained he's sala he's coming straight back in yeah so but if it's the difference between that and chelsea brentford bournemouth again city who's trying to find a flow they are the most flowing whenever de bruyne is playing and de bruyne is significantly cheaper than Salah like if I was if I wanted to save that if I wanted to save the free hit for down the road I think I mean that's what I would probably end up doing is just I would take my chances hope that hope that De Bruyne starts one comes off the bench for one and just has like a typically excellent showing yeah at the moment I'd have five guys I'd have to. I could take one hit and still field an eleven for twenty six. I think, if I made those transfers, I'm uh, Dowdy, Morris, Sala, Palmer, and taking a hit 
And Richarlison taking one hit is probably better than playing. And, and Richarlison's not playing in twenty six, so it's five guys. So I could take one hit next week, and still field an eleven. So that's probably going to be my move. I think I, if I pull the if I pull the trigger, um, I think that's 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 going to be my move. Cool. So. Actually, yeah. Gomez my, too. I, my, I just, Gomez. I just, look, I mean, just looking at it, just oh as my. a, just as a basic glance, I, I just think the teams that right now have definite games in twenty nine, you already have, you already have someone probably from Spurs. So the most well, like, but twenty nine, I can slowly. Right, but I guess what that, I'm saying right? is like even the teams, like the teams that are definitely not playing or that are nearly certainly not playing, they are the best teams. So that's where it's like the reverse of any double game week for City and Liverpool because they are nearly certainly not playing that week. So you're free hitting in. So what I'm saying is, yeah, you're free. You're ideal. yeah, you're free hitting in players. Like you, the if Arsenal goes out of that week. Then, right. then you are now in the you're now at the level of like, are you really going to use a free hit in game week twenty nine to bring in you're just trash? Right. Like you're th- at that point, you are hoping that Manchester United gets their game. You right. know what I mean? Because right. then you're like, oh man. Then, but then you're free hitting in. I've players. always been in the camp of using my free hit on a double match week. It just seems like that either. Assuming that 34 and 37 become the doubles that everybody, you know, kind of the prediction is that they that they become. Uh, to me, I would way rather be able to pick any. I would way rather be able to pick my team in a week like that. Agree. Agree completely. And then set up for the following one or whatever for like to bench boost. Yeah. To set up for those weeks. So, I agree. I that's agree, my agree that's my feeling. I I don't know. I, that's I, my story, and I'm sticking to it. The challenge of navigating, but from now till 29 is going to be how many how many points are you willing to leave on the table, or how many hits are you willing to take? Mm. For me, I'm willing to take infinity hits because that's because <laughs> that's what I love to do. But uh, I don't know how I'm going to play this yet. Understood, Travis. Any any last parting words? Who who you you triple captaining this week? No, I don't think so. Really? No, I don't think so. I don't I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I don't think I'm triple captaining this week. I think it's going to be hard for me not to resist to triple captain Holland. And I know that there's other options later. Yeah. And my triple captains almost never work, but if there's one guy that I am okay with triple captaining, it is Holland and both yeah. city games at home. For me, that's good. I think it's just it's very it's could be hard to walk away from. So, and and I feel like anytime I feel like it's a dead on trip nailed down triple captain, perfect, never seems to happen. So yeah. I hope you know. So we'll see. But if I had to bet on anyone, betting on Holland uh, is uh, is a safe, typically a safe bet. Brian, any last parting word? No, I think okay. that's. I think th- I mean, look. There's so many, there's so many variables, and and you know everyone will say the the you know the most hated words in all of FPL team dependent. Mm. You know how how you have your setup right now, the players that you have in, who right. you see as expendable. I really don't know how you. I mean, what whatever your yeah. team, what you feel like is best for your team. For me, you know, I. What's best for your team? Getting rid, of, getting rid of Joel Pedro okay. is the best thing for my team. And the, and 
And and anything else? Finding, just hoping that I. I mean, honestly, I'm what I'm hoping hey, is Pedro that, for Morris. Easy. I want Trent Alexander Arnold to play. That saves so much in a week where I want him to be out there. You have so, time. Yeah, you, and that's exactly it. Again, like I'm. I want to know by Friday. Mm. I want to see what happens on Friday, especially because they're the early match. Liverpool at Brentford is the seven for he, for us. It's a seven thirty game, and yeah. it really is going to depend on Bradley's fitness and Trent's fitness. We got leaks. I'm starting Gomez. We got probably. leaks on almost a, on most of the key teams prior to go. the deadline yeah. last week, and I missed a couple of ones that might have affected the way I I adjusted. Managed. Oh, yeah, boy. so okay. I mean. Yeah, it's just paying attention all the way up until the most ridiculous 5.45 a.m. Eastern Standard <laughs> Time, hoping that somebody is going to leak something useful. It's oh, terrible. It's so ridiculous. All anyway. Right. Gentlemen, well done. Brian, thank you for that rundown and chip strategy. And uh, Travis, thank you as always chip, for Chip mind dump. Chip chip mind dump. Chip's That's stream fantastic. of consciousness. I love it. Whatever. Travis, thank you for all your work. Appreciate you. And, uh, gentlemen, as this pod has gone on long enough, uh, thanks for joining us, and until next time.